Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Being Me Is Dope podcast, where we have therapeutic conversations to empower creative minds. I'm Nate. You already know this is DJ Jaso. I'm Mike. This is T.W. Terrell Wallace, T-Shots Pride. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. And we want to just say thank you again for tuning in, for tapping in. Before we start, before we get into the conversation, make sure that you share, make sure that you subscribe, leave a review, leave some comments. We want to hear from you. Um, Today's topic is a really good one. Uh, Today's topic is the stories we tell ourselves. And this is extremely important, especially as creative entrepreneurs. Um, We live by the narratives that we tell ourselves each and every day, and we control those narratives. So I think it's important for us to kind of dive into this conversation about the stories we tell ourselves because it can either be empowering or disempowering. And that uh, ultimately kind of like motivates our actions, right? So I want to hear from y'all. When you hear the title, um, you know, the stories we tell ourselves, how, how does that speak to you? Uh, I, I guess I'll open everyone. Just looked at me. I was like, all right, look, I guess this <laughs> right, right. on the spot. But, um, <laughs> no, um, I guess the first thing I think about is um, how you kind of build yourself as a, a creative itself, right? Um, the first thing, we, we figure out our identity, right? We kind of talked about, about this before, um, where you figure out what, what is it that you want to do? What are you? Are you an artist? Are you a podcaster? Are you a YouTuber? Are um, are you the promoter? Like you kind of figure out that identity and kind of from there, like you said, you kind of start to tell yourself this story. Like, where do you want to see yourself? Uh, what do you see yourself doing? Um, what does it look like um, when you become creative? Mm. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think what I think about when I'm telling my story, um, I look at affirmations. What do I affirm over my life? That's huge. Over what I want to see in the future. Um, over myself, like today, tomorrow, um, just just all together, speaking it affirmations over myself in a positive direction. You right. know? Obviously positive. Right. It should be positive. Um, but I think once we identify like what our affirmations are and what we affirm over ourselves, we can collectively create that story. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that story kind of starts to structure itself and build and you kind of start going from one step to the next. And right. Things just start to just come together. Right, right, right. How about you, Mike? I look at it two different ways. Um, the first way is, like, the stories I tell myself. I think of, like, my community. Because, in a sense, you are who you surround yourself with. Mm. So if I'm surrounding myself with um, drug dealers or what have you, obviously the story I t- I'm going to tell myself is, yeah, I'm about to be a drug dealer. We in the game. We lit. But if I'm surrounding myself around, you know, people of value, then in my head I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm creating more value for myself and for my community and things like that. And the other way is, like, I talk to myself a lot. Like, like we all do. That, that's literally my way of, like, coping and, like, finding understanding of things. Right. But, like, I tell myself a lot of things. Good, bad, mm-hmm. the real, what I want, what, my, what I desire, things like that. But, yeah, it's just, just two different ways, two different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that we all, in in a sense, kind of like we talk to ourselves a lot. Like we feel like it's just like I feel like I talk to myself a lot, but it's, the reality is, is like you talk to yourself more than anybody else, right? And you have those real conversations with yourself. And as you said, affirmations. I'm like, man, affirmations is powerful. Um, but being specific, positive affirmations, because I firmly believe 
that we we live by affirmations. Like as soon as we wake up, affirmations are going off yeah. in our mind, whether that's I'm tired, I don't feel like this today. And it's like, yo, you have to literally make a conscious decision mm. to choose, especially in this space that we're in where everybody's so creative, everybody's so dope. You know, people are blowing up on social media. It's like, yo, what's the story you're telling yourself? Because yeah. we can look at the same picture, the same post, and have two different narratives of yeah. what that is. Right. And it's um it's important that you're intentional, I believe, about being positive. Yeah. yeah with sure. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I firmly believe that it's it's super important that you be positive with those those affirmations and those stories. But a lot of times, let me ask y'all this. Do you feel like sometimes we we as you said, the environment thing, do we gather stories from others and make them our own? I, I think that's absolutely true. Cause um just to kind of snowball what he said, er, both of you guys talked about earlier is community and um, a little bit about the people around you, right? Um, sometimes if, like you said, the people around you aren't sharing um, these positive affirmations, um, sometimes it could be hard for you to kind of even see that, right? Right. Um, you can be um, in a space where something may be negative, but it may be productive to your situation. Mm. Like, just to give it a reality, let's put it into a, a real-life scenario. Um, let's just say, you know, your family um, isn't the family that always had it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the people you're around, they do have it, but they don't get it in a positive way, right? Mm -hmm. So you surround yourself with them because you feel like they can help your situation, right, even right, though right. this isn't necessarily a positive situation. Yeah. Right. Right. Dang, that's Dang, okay. Yeah, no, 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 that's real. <laughs> that's real. That, that that's got my, my wheels turned because that's a fact. I, I see that all the time. So, and, and that's why I said, that's like you guys said, you have to be um, purposeful about those positive affirmations. But my question to you guys is how do you in scenarios like that? <sighs> you want to take wow. that? Wow. <laughs> you want to take that? Um, whew. That's a good question, my boy. <laughs> so, I, 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 so I'll say what I was thinking when he was saying it. For me, it's um, man, and let's just left too. It's uh, the the pain of remaining the same. Oh, you know, has to be greater than the pain of change. It's pain either way. You know what I mean? So it's like when that happens, when it's like it's so much pain for me to stay in this spot, then it's like I'll have to, I'll start to intentionally just start to do things differently. Mm. Like for me, a, a easy scenario was therapy. You know what I mean? Therapy was like this huge, and it's still a huge stigma. But it was one of them things where it's like my family, we not, we not on that. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like everybody got the crazy uncle at the house, and you're like, yo, bro, something off with him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nah, he just, you know what I mean? It's just like, nah, it's something off, mm -hmm. right? So it was one of them things where it's like I knew what pain felt like so much, and I got tired of feeling the pain. That I'm like, yo, I don't know what's on the other side of this. I'm scared to to, to jump over the fence, but Whatever it is, I know I'm tired of this. Yeah. Like I know what this feels like and I don't want this anymore. So I'm willing to jump into the unknown mm -hmm. and go sit down with somebody and kind of try to talk to my issues. And that was hard. Yeah. Like even the first time I was in that joint tense, like this is crazy. <laughs> but I was willing, I was I was so desperate to try anything because I was in so much pain and anguish and darkness. I'm like, yo, what I'll try anything. Right. Whatever it is, right? And it just happens to be that I chose something healthy, which was therapy, which worked out in my favor. And I still have a therapist to this day, incredible therapist. Um, but yeah, that was that was me. It was like the pain of staying where I was. It's like, nah, I couldn't live in that no more. That that dysfunction, I got so comfortable in it and it was so painful. I'm like, yeah, I just wanna break free from this. So for me, 
that started the positive affirmations and just just little baby steps of like, yo, I don't know how to do this. I don't know if this is going to produce anything, but I know negative thinking works. Like mm. for a fact, I know negative <laughs> thinking works. I don't know how well positive thinking works, but I know for a fact negative thinking works and it's working too <laughs> good right now. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's where my thought process is with that. What about y'all? I know the first thing that came to my mind was, I heard, heard you say this when we were at Rowan. Um, I forget who said the quote. One, one of your mentors. Um, you said, what I want to do has to be more important than what I want to do. Oh, yeah, my man. Can, yeah. And like, mm. That's, that, that's a lot to unfold, but... You got to sit with that. You got you to really yeah. sit with that. One, but like, that's, that was the first thing that came to my mind because like, right. no matter what my situation is, although I want better, it has to be more important than what I want right now. Right, what I want pleasure. for the future has to be way more important than what I want right now. Of course, man. That's definitely Sheesh. a word. Definitely yeah. a word, man. Come yeah, man. what I wants to what I want to do has to be greater than what I want to do. Yeah. I remember when he said that. I was like, bro, this is a first of all, it's a bar. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? First, first of all, that's crazy a crazy bar. bar. But it just like my mind was puzzled and it was like, yo, that you have to release these, these these quick pleasures right here for mm-hmm. what you truly want, which is yeah. you want wealth in all areas. You don't just want it financially, but you want it for your mind. You want it for your family. You see where y'all are, yeah. the dynamics, like you want better. You you got to make that sacrifice in the beginning. Yeah. And and then the latter is going to be so much better. And, you know, I'm a testament to that because when I started to go to therapy um, and I really got into it and I had to figure it out, I had to get, I'm on my third therapist now. So it's like, it wasn't like a one size fit all. Like I jumped in and it was good money. It's like I had to go through a process, right? Mm -hmm. But being that I was resilient in that, now, you know, family members are starting to go to therapy. Mm, Because they, too, were just like, oh, snap, somebody opened the door. Oh, I can come through, too? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just (laughs) like it takes somebody being a trailblazer, which oftentimes um, is us. The younger younger generation. Yeah, yeah. It's like we've experienced some things and we're like, yo, enough's enough. <laughs> Kanye said this uh, in his recent interview with Drink Champs. Um, he said that like the only people I listen to are you know myself and people that's younger than me. Mm. Um, it was interesting. It's, you know, Kanye is always in the media yeah. for saying wild <laughs> stuff, but I think it was interesting him saying this. And the, the reason that is because as we talk about trailblazing, a lot of the times it's not like like Jesse Owens, you know. Jesse Jackson, like mm-hmm. these these people that we talk about, these these black people who've created these great accomplishments, it was no one before them. You get what I mean? So right, a lot of the times right, it's right. going again, it's it's probably gonna be someone new that's trouble It's gonna be that new generation, that younger generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you run out of ideas, you yeah. probably don't wanna ask someone older than you. You probably wanna ask that next generation, the person yeah. the people that's gonna come next, the people that's gonna actually live in it. Because their minds are always innovating. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their minds are always innovating. There's always something new that can be created, something new that comes forward where maybe us right now don't know about it, but they know. They see it way before we do. And a lot of the times, yeah, and, and it's something that's been created over, like old people do it to old, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you saying? Right. You ain't saying the right thing right now. <laughs> How is that, that? I don't even see that happening in a couple of years. They be saying the most negative things to you. Affirming that stuff over your mind, and then that transfers even back into our families, right? Mm. It's a gener like you. I think you said it before, like earlier. Um, it's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a stigma that just constantly is being created, and so that instills in us. 
And then the the younger generation looks at that, and then they just continue to do the same thing that that we've been doing, and right. it just keeps going. Somebody got to stop it. Yeah. And they they you know it's crazy that you said it's like somebody got to stop it. I almost feel like the generation before us had the same sentiments of like somebody got to stop it, but it ain't gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, real talk. I, no, but that, that I think that's that's the biggest issue though, because like it takes it. That's how they say it takes a village to you know to feed a child. It takes a village to do everything, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So like, if if I get if I'm this young innovative person now, this young creative, if I get 45, 55 successful, and I forget what it's like to be this person, mm -hmm. and I'm not pushing back, giving back, paying it forward somehow, it's like. You you're killing the dream. You're like yeah. you killed it for now. That like you said that that cycle continues, and then we gotta wait for that one out of a hundred like you were yeah. to create <laughs> something, right. something innovative, else innovative, and stop and that. Try to start it over cycle. again, yeah. and then again that that it takes for them to get older and still do that do that same thing, right, right, right. <laughs> um, paying it forward. Right. Um, like just to go back to like our, our topic of like the story we tell ourselves, I think as we get older, we can't stop telling ourselves this, this story um, mm. of, of innovation. We can't stop telling us ourselves this story of, 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 of new, of new things of, right. of like when you stop telling yourself, when you tell yourself the story is over, like it's done. Like yeah, it's I, I did everything right. I came to do. This, yeah. it, it's over. Then yeah. that's when the story is over. Yeah. But when you look at people who are, are older and who have paid it forward, like let's say Snoop Dogg, um, we talked about him taking over like Def Jam. He's like mm -hmm. uh, he's on the board with uh, another label, I believe, like Universal, one of them. Yeah. Um, like paying it forward. Mm -hmm. He's even now he's saying like, yeah, I may be fifty five, but the story isn't over. My story not finished being written. It should never be. Over. And I think that's the kind of mindset we all should keep is yeah. that like. Is as we tell ourselves these stories that help create um, these these amazing personalities, mm -hmm. these amazing characters um, that build these amazing businesses that create opportunities for people in the future. Yeah, don't give up on that. Don't stop telling yourself that story. Keep writing it. A lot of these yeah. corporate just to go into something real fast. A lot of these corporate jobs that are being established, they depend on creatives now. They need us. They need mm -hmm. the artists. The people who are innovating all the Facts. time, constantly thinking, they need us because we constantly come up with the ideas. You know what I'm saying? We come up with the different um, initiatives to make this company flow and work. Um, diaphragms, um, di the different dynamics in a team, why a team is important. You know, why why are you important as an artist to create this type of um, environment for us to for us to flourish? They need us. You know that's why they that's why they be like okay yeah we need you at the management right we right. need you at the highest you know what I'm saying like position so that you can manage this team and get us to be where we need to be at mm. we're we're we are definitely like a need like no, I and I think you speak in facts because that that's I think it's hard for a person like if you came from that silver spoon family mm -hmm. right um it, it's gonna be hard to like tell yourself the story of of where that person came from right so it's gonna be hard for you to relate. It's yeah. going to be hard for you to manage multiple people like that person. Right. So they're going to need a leader, someone that came from that mm -hmm. to even, you know, help build right. that team. Exactly. All right. Yeah. 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 Be they, gonna, so it's, it's almost like we got to know our our worth in a sense. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Like we were talking about like feeling worthy, getting a worthy. It's like, yo, you're extremely valuable. Yeah. Especially being the, the trailblazer. 
you know what I mean? I would assume, you know, us in this room for the most part are trailblazers in our own rights. Yeah. Within our family and things like that. And um that sometimes it's heavy though. I'll be honest, it's heavy. Yeah. So for me, um, my trailblazing goes like way back because um I'm first generation high school graduate. Wow. You know what I mean? First generation wow. high school and college graduate, obviously entrepreneur, author mm-hmm. as well. And it's like a lot of it was it was tough because it's like who do I glean from? Who do I go to? Who understands me? Um, but at the same time I understand that we don't need to look around for our heroes anymore. It's like we can become them. Mm. So we hear people all the time like, where the leaders at of today? Where the Martin Luther King's at today? It's like, we all around. Right. We just gotta recognize it and tap into our worth. It's yeah. just like, yo, you're you're him. Yeah. You're it's that already guy. there. It's already there. You just gotta establish it now. Build mm. upon it, structure it more. Um, create the vision, create the enterprise. You know what I'm saying? Um I f- like I th- and I believe you said it earlier um that we're never we should never look to our story ever ending right there's constant right. things right. to add always. to it. Always. always that's that's what a, that's what a creative is we're Ooh. in a, we are we are the people that constantly come up with the, the ideas and the thoughts and we're we're constantly just moving there's never like a piece where we're just it's done no we can't People depend on us, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's that's what's amazing about uh this journey. Cause like when I look at some of the people that inspire me, like, yeah, I'm into like the music and entertainment industry, mm-hmm. but like I got I got inspired by like those the first black person to run in the Olympics. I got inspired by the first black person going into space. You yeah. know, I got inspired by those those innovators, those people that were first to do something different. Um, so I think for us, like you said, people depend on that. People depend on people like us who are trying to, when there is no lane for it, we're creating a lane for it. And like you said, it's the, that's the hardest part because at first, at the, at first, no one's going to really believe in it because it it don't exist. Yeah. And like, 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 like religion people, it's hard to believe in things where people can't see it and touch it and feel it. So, um, it's up to you to kind of bring that to life. So people can then feel like they can touch it. People then feel like they can they can feel it. They they can be a part of it. Yeah. Um. And that's a that's a, a tough task. So yeah. when we as like I said, as we write these stories, as we tell ourselves these stories, I think the the hardest part is when no one else believe is mm-hmm. to continue continue to tell yourself that. Yeah. And I think that happens again in the end, right? Mm, Where yeah. it's not the end, but this is the the second half. The the yeah. the second. A uh, book in mm-hmm. the series, yeah, and it's hard getting it started now because now yeah. you have to do it in a different way. It's no longer um, creating something for you. It, now you're you're trying to find a lane for other people. You're trying so to find can. a way you can push what you've done into the, the hand, it, yeah. and, and it can continue. So even when you're not here anymore, yeah, this thing you know echoes through the generations. Yeah, and then they just do the same thing you did, right. Uh, that's that part. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like how do you develop that that mindset though to continue to tell yourself that story to create what isn't there? Mm-hmm. Because even if me and you, you know, we say we both do videography work, we do all of this stuff. It's like mm-hmm. it's still going to be my touch on it and your touch on it. Right. It's almost one of those things where it's like how 
where does that motivation come from? Where does that drive come from if it's not around you to continue to tell yourself this narrative to be like, yo, this thing here is going to come out. So we've seen it so many times. Yeah. Right? We've seen it with the Walt Disney's of the world. We've seen it with the Tyler mm -hmm. Perry's of the world. Yeah. And then, you know, people flock to them afterwards and want to celebrate them. But in them early stages, it's dark. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's so dark. And it's Ooh. like, yo, where do you find that resilience to, to push through? Yeah. And not need the affirmation of anyone else, but to be like, yo, I have this vision God gave me. This is what I'm going for. You know what I mean? To push yeah. through to that. I speak on this all the time. Mm. It's understanding what you're here to do. Mm. If you understand your purpose, nobody else can tell you anything about what you're here to do as long as you understand what you're here to do. Yeah. That's tough. Like, literally, no one can tell me that I'm, I'm, I'm here to do, to sell merch. If that merch is not impacting somebody, I'm not here to do that. Because mm -hmm. my, my, my entire purpose is to create impact through my art. If if it's anything outside of that, it's not what I'm here to do. Right. It's not so how do we get people to that, I guess, to that point? First thing, well, for me, <laughs> it came through God. I, I don't all know how right. to tell anybody <laughs> right. to do it their way. Right, right. But I had to sit down, humble myself, and talk to God, and figure out what I was here to do. That right. took a lot of time. It's not going to happen quick. But understanding what I'm here to do gave me so much clarity and direction. It just motivated me to keep going. Because now I know why I'm doing it and who I'm doing it for. The why. Um, I think another aspect of that too, even though God has definitely been a part of my journey as well, <laughs> for, for me to find figure out my purpose is, but it also takes. Um, I think I think part of it is taking the time to study. Yeah, I like that. You got to study, man. You got to understand the people that did it way before you, right. how they did it, and then there's certain aspects of that where people are doing it where you're at now, and then there's some people who are a little bit under you a little bit and mm -hmm. then you study them too yeah. i like that there's different points and ways where you take up one thing from one person you takes up something from us over here and you kind of like piece it together right right. i mean yeah. if i if i wanted to just take a piece from from both of what you guys just said um with the self-motivation and then with studying others i think the the third thing i think to add in there is practice you know what I mean? I think people shy away from the practice, mm -hmm. you know, just because it's like, it's it. they say, this is, the, I was born to do this. I was yeah, born. everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> Allen Harrison out here. Yeah, and, and that, that's, 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 that's fine, right? That, that's fine. Like, I get that. But, like, it's, you can't take away practice makes perfect. I think if you, you really want to do something so bad mm -hmm. and if you're not getting the results you want, sometimes <laughs> you got to go back to the gym. Yeah, like you, you gotta hit the gym. That yeah. it's it, it, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Back to the <laughs> basics, man. And that's that, I think yeah. that's that's fine because that way sometimes let's just say you were meant to do something, really, really meant to do something, in but you weren't because you didn't. You were missing certain things, right? And that practice allowed you to add those keys. So now you never got to practice again. You know the crazy thing is too about that. You you kind of get this sense of appreciation for it too and respect. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. When you practice, Facts. because like you said, you're missing some of those moments because maybe you didn't have that appreciation for it in the beginning. Yeah. You didn't put the work in. Right. So now you got that respect aspect of it now. So it's like, well, I respect this. I appreciate this now. Now I can go into that next step. Furthermore, you know, push myself a little bit more, and those results just start flowing, man. Right. They start coming in now. Right, right. That's, you a know? that's a different level of, of I would say, um, pride and respect for the craft or whatever it is that, yeah, you, that you, you feel called you feel to do. It's like, yo, yeah. this means so much to me because I know how much blood, sweat, and tears I put into this. Yeah. You didn't just hand this to me and it's like, okay, if it's gone, then it's gone. 
It's like y'all put countless hours into perfecting what I do. Yeah, exactly. Whatever that thing is, right? Yeah. I know for me as an orator, it's like I put in count I've invested first of all. You know, I'm talking about the money. <laughs> but <laughs> besides the money investment, it's like I put in countless hours of over and over and over and mm -hmm. over again to continue to get better and I continue to do that. So it's one of those things where it's like I respect I honor the craft. Yeah. yeah. And I think for creatives, um, honoring the craft is really the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Really the way to go. And that goes along with, you know, just the theme of everything we're talking about, the story you're telling yourself. What's the story you're, you're telling yourself about this thing that you feel called to do that you're creating? Is mm -hmm. it just, oh, just come to me naturally, I just pull up. Right. Or is the story you're telling myself, is like, I'm trying to be the best at what I do and maximize. I don't need to be the best ever. It's like, I just need to be, I need to give my best mm -hmm. because best I respect be. this and I want this to be the best quality possible that I know I can produce. And for me to produce that, I have to be in a space and a mindset for me to be able to do that. Meaning my mental state has to be there. I, I, I always I look go at back it, to the mental. I look at it. I, I'm, a, I'm a big anime fan. I don't know if anyone else watches anime. Love anime, bro. But Goku um, was like the guy for me when I was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah he was and, and it's crazy because he was literally the strongest Super Saiyan, right? Everyone knew that, right? He just never but, lost, like but, ever. Like, but yet, he lost, he didn't lose. But yet, he would go into the hyperbolic time chamber and he would train. Then it even got to a point in the series where he even brought his son mm -hmm. and Vegeta and yeah. other people into the hyperbolic time chamber yeah. with him to train yeah, so they can crazy. push him even further. So I think, and this is this is the person who's already considered the strongest. That's crazy That's the Michael Jordan monster. So, <laughs> so, crazy so, nah, nah, that's, that's, that's the Michael Jordan though. monster right there. He's right. I remember watching that, but it's like he would bring them in because I'm going to continue to get better. It reminds me of Mike. Like, Mike was already the greatest. Same thing. Yeah. But then, I don't know if y'all watched the... Uh, y'all watched his documentary. Oh, Love that doc. It was the part when he was saying that he was... It's funny, we talk about stories. He was making up stories in his head that the opponent would say about him. Essentially, yeah. so he's like, okay, so this is my opponent right here. Oh, he said something about my mom? Oh, I'm about to go off. And mind you, dude never said nothing to right, him like, at all. He's like, yo, what's really good with Mike? He's like, yo, he on some other stuff. But in his mind, he needed to create another challenge to continue to grow. So he made a narrative in his mind mm -hmm. that you had a personal vendetta with him. And now he's at another, like, it's crazy. Yeah. Just to create himself another level. Um, even that, even with Michael Jordan, again, just to bring him back. Like, um, even after winning a championship, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He still would go in the gym. Then yeah. the last person to leave, he's in there shooting jump shots. He's in there, mm. you know, he's in there shooting foul shots. He's in there running, like he's in there running, doing suicides. And the coach would tell him, um, yo, like, Mike, what are you doing here? Like, you won. Like, right, like, right, we won already. You're a star. And he's like, <laughs> he like, what about next season? So he's like, he was already like you had he was already putting himself yeah, yeah, in the, oh. in, into another state. Like, I'm 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 already I'm training for next season. Yeah. Cause I know the person that seen me get a chip today, they coming for a chip. Right. So I think that's th all right, bro. <laughs> that so just to go back to what we were saying, like that the narrative you got to tell yourself is like this story is never over. I got to keep yeah. keep writing. I got to I got to keep getting better. And um, if I gotta if I gotta train, if I gotta put bring someone else in to train with me, um, if I gotta talk to myself, if I gotta talk to God, whatever I need, you gotta do whatever you feel like you need to do to give your best. Yeah. Mm. That's such a good word, man. Yeah, that's a fire word. And again, just thinking about the story word. we tell ourselves, it's like for people that are looking to be, you know, into that creative entrepreneur space, mm -hmm. are you in it for just the money? Um, are you telling yourself, I'm I'm good enough to have, you know, this, this, and this, or I deserve, we was talking off camera about, you know, you deserve 
X amount of followers because you've been doing this for this amount of time. It's just like, do you feel that way? Or are you actually just developing yourself? Like, are you living in the process? Mm. And a lot of times people are just results oriented. It's just like, I want the goal. I want the trophy. I want the Grammy. I'm good. I just want this, this, and this. And then you get that and you realize you're not fulfilled and the whole time of fulfillment is in the process. Oh my it's in the goodness, journey, bro. bro. It's in bro, the process. Bro, you saying that right now, man. Real talk. It's I in talk the process. about that so much, bro. <laughs> That's a word. I talk about that so much. Cause ah oh man, the process is the building blocks, man. Yeah. That's when the real grit comes in, the real difficulties and the challenges start to just uh begin to pile up on you and Life kind of puts this pressure on your back. You're like, how are you going to handle this, man? What are you going to do? Mm. Are you going to tap into the negative stigmas of, of life and what it's telling you to do? Or are you going to really divulge into the, the parts of it where it's positive and where it's really just helping you, allow, allowing you to become the person that you want to be, that mm. you really see yourself to be? You know what I, I'm saying? I think it's people, too. I think, I think yeah. people, um, like I said, um, you, you need to bring people with you. Um, and not not everybody, because it's not right, an everybody right. thing. Not everybody sure. situation. Um, but how Nate invited me here to mm -hmm. speak, you know, how I invite other people on my platform to speak. You gotta bring, share those, share that network, create that community. I think that's the biggest thing. Where when you're doing that, that keeps you away from thinking about monetary gain or how how fast I'm accelerating, how many followers I have. You don't worry about that because you know. I got a person like Nate that follow me. I'm just long long as he let me know he's still tapped in and we still like that's that's what I'm that's all I'm worried about. Mm -hmm. That relate building those relationships. Long as my relationships are still solid and I'm I got a foundation, mm -hmm. you should you're not gonna worry. You're not gonna care about the followers. That right. just that'll be the last thing that's on your mind. On your mind yeah. right, right. And then you'll just look up one day and you have that and you have something to celebrate. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. then you have even those people. That's actually following. You can actually celebrate with them. Yeah. Right, so right. now it's it's more of than, oh, I have numbers or oh, I had a whole bunch of interviews or I had a whole bunch of people listen. It's like I have this community. I have these these people, that's with me that I that makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm fulfilling my purpose. Yeah. Mm. That's deep, and this this is a topic for another episode that we gotta like journal this in your mind, <laughs> but like a collaboration <laughs> over competition thing. Yeah, because some people are afraid to bring in those other individuals, connect with those individuals, mm -hmm. because it is a competition thing where it's like I feel inferior if you come over here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's again, that's another story you're telling yourself. It's like, yo, yeah. honestly, y'all probably need to mm -hmm. collaborate. You probably need to be in a space. You <laughs> yeah. might need to actually help them out for a little while and and kind of gleam and learn and grow. Everything yeah. isn't uh, necessarily a competition. Because man, it's yeah. so much power in community. It is, man. Way more yeah. power in community, man. What? I've been it, trying to tell people there's so much out here. It is. <laughs> and every everybody's not, thing isn't gonna be exactly the same. Um no. like you got a I got a podcast, you got a but everyone talks about something different. Like mm -hmm. for me, for instance, like I don't get to have these interpersonal conversations on my platform because it's formatted and it started as a radio show. So it has a, a certain format and you can't go as deep as we can deep dive and talk about the things that it takes to kind of keep these things together like sometimes you need therapy sometimes mm -hmm. you need god you know and like you know they always want to separate that church mm -hmm. and state or whatever, even though they you know we know they put it together all the time but <laughs> it's like i think that's what's dope about that networking is like you'll get to get those different experiences that you can't have by yourself 
Mm. You just wow. you just can't. Is nah. that's not your things. Doing others, taking yourself out of you sometimes, and just being involved in a group allows mm-hmm. you to do something different. Right. And 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 not only that allows you to do something different, but it's like everybody has value. Like that you too. said, it's several different podcasts in the room, or or seven different creatives. It's like yo, we all bring value to the market, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's important for people to understand, especially young creatives coming into the space that are watching what you all are doing and being like, man, I want to do that. It's like there's enough for all of us. Exactly. You know what I mean? Come in here and be a part of this community. Um, so really quickly, I guess as we begin to land the plane. I want to ask you all, and I kind of want you all to answer this as well. Um, what's the story you're telling yourself right now? Mm. I know I hit y'all with the bliggy. Yeah, I, 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 I knew I knew that was gonna come though. I, yeah. I knew it was gonna come. I, I Are to you know. psychic? Because I didn't. I felt like that was gonna be the question. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just wanted to know because it, I know for me. It's changed over the last several months, but the more I've been intentional about the story I've been telling myself, I've realized the better, one, I've been feeling just healthier, um, but I've realized my attitude towards others has been better and my actions have been much more productive mm. with the story that I've been telling myself. Because it started out, you know, being a creative entrepreneur, I'm like, I'm stressed, I got to do X, Y, and Z, I got to answer all the emails, da, 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 da. I was like, hold, pump your brakes, bro, pump your brakes. I'm like, one, you blessed to be able to do this because you weren't in this position even a year ago mm-hmm. to to move how you're moving, to be able to, at the drop of a dime, like, yeah, I want to go to Philly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't able to maneuver like that, right? So I had to sit back and really start to tell myself, like, oh, this is dope. This is incredible. I'm blessed to be able to do this. I'm excited I get to do Like, I literally had to start changing the story. I'm coming in to record, like, I come in to record podcast today. Like, what are we talking about? I could easily be at, you know, my nine to five clocking in and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like I could easily be doing something that I don't feel passionate about. But I get to come and create. You know what I mean? So it for me, it's shifting my energy with the stories and the narratives I tell myself and I realize like, yo, I get to control those narratives. Like nobody else can do it. No matter what happens, I control this narrative. So um I wanna hear from y'all. What what's the stories y'all telling yourself right now? Okay, I'll let you guys go because I've been I've been following up every, every and I think that this is important too, just for for the listeners to to kind of hear that and get an example. You know what I mean? Of some some positive stories. Hopefully, it's positive. I mean, for me, I I tell myself two things mainly. Um, I think I heard like the one percent, like the one percent rule, where like you grow one percent every day. For sure. Yeah, I tell myself that all the time because I know um, there's always room to grow. There's always room to become better at everything you're doing. And, you know, it just grounds me to, like, I'm always eager for more. Um, another thing I tell myself is I have value to provide. Because before, I was just doing it just to do it, you feel me? I wasn't even getting anything back from, like, content mm. creation or anything like that. Mm. It was like I was pouring all I had into them, but, like, I wasn't getting anything back. So I know that I have value to provide, so it helps me when I'm, like, in the field working. Because now I'm looking for how I can provide value to them and how they can pour back into me. I like that. Yeah. I, like I think... That. One thing that I tell myself and how I'm creating my story is that I am good at what I do. Yeah. No matter, and there's moments like that's hold on, that's hey, fire, bro. Cause I, bro, that's that's actually really powerful, bro. And I'll be telling myself, bro, you're not, bro, you're not good at this. Like there'll be moments when I'd be like, bro, you you could do better than this, bro. <laughs> wow. And then and it's the craziest thing about it is like, yo, people look to my work. And they tell me, yo, you are amazing at what you do. You're good at that. Keep doing it. I mm. Like, you did such an, like, clients, you did such an amazing job. 
And I'm looking at it like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. This is not yeah, good. Are, I don't know what you're critics. talking about. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, no. I'm, I think where I'm at with creating my story is that, yeah, Terrell, you're good at what you do. You picked the right career. You've did the, you made the right decisions up to this point right now to be a creative, to be an entrepreneur, to be a filmmaker, an artist. You did the right things you needed to do to do that. And you're good, man. And you got to continue to walk steadfast in that like philosophy. And only more opportunities begin to just come. You meet more yeah. people. Your networks begin to grow. Your skills begin to really like just... Um, they just start to just grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you learn more about yourself. You learn more about how you create, what you want to do with your creations, how you want to market them, how right. you want people to view them. You know what I'm saying? There's just so many different points and aspects of everything that kind of come together from you just knowing you are good. You're good, man. You, you're doing it. You're doing yeah. a lot than what other people haven't even thought of beginning to do for themselves. So mm. give yourself some grace for that. You know what I'm saying? Grace. Give yourself some grace. Fact. You're good. That's the word right there, grace. You may not be, you know, uh, Steven Spielberg, but you're good. <laughs> and you will reach Steven Spielberg. So. Right, amen. You yeah, know? That's fact. So that's what I'm kind of telling myself. And it right gives now. you room to continue to grow. Yeah. I'm, I'm like my worst critic. Every time I'm done a speech, I, I be tearing myself up in the car. <laughs> Bro, and it's just like, good, yeah, bro. I'm like, that's just garbage. Like, what's <laughs> just about? What was you saying? It's crazy because I had I had one of my one of my close friends free me from that last night. He sent me like this super encouraging message, it was like 10:30 at night, like, yo, bro, and just pouring into me. He's like, all right, man, love you. And I was just like, where did that come from? <laughs> and it was just like, yo, sometimes people see you in a way that you really don't see yourself. Yeah, in a man. Positive way. Yeah. So. Oh man, that's good, man. Yeah. I I think uh, for me, it's, I'm I'm the same way. I think early on in my career, I told myself that same story. Like, yo, you you gotta do better. Like, this is this is not your best. This is like I was like my worst critic early on. Like, um, you know, like and now I've gotten to a point where I'm able to kind of tell myself, you know, you've you know, like you, you've done you've done you've done everything you set out to do, you know, early on. Like you there now you're just building the blocks and I'm able to tell myself, like, whatever your next step is going to be, just let it be that and just enjoy the journey. Whereas before, it wasn't like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think um, when you first start this creative journey, you're, you're like, like Nate said, you're like, oh, I got to do this. I got to send these emails. I got to do that. And it's it's not about that. Um, I think I'm I'm grateful, you know, to the universe that I've been able to come to that point where I'm like, you know, just take this, the building blocks, take it one step at a time and appreciate every little success every little um network every per new person you meet just accept those things and and like you said give yourself grace to to be in that moment mm -hmm. you know live in that and then now when you do get those huge opportunities where um because we need we need like you said you want them you you want people to pour back into you right eventually um when that happens it's like if, like I said, it feels like a miracle. You're like you're ecstatic. You're like I'm 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 at a whole nother level now. Like that fast, um, you can go from like feeling like super down to like feeling up. Mm -hmm. That just that fast because you weren't worried about it. You weren't worried about what was gonna come out. Right. You just were like I'm gonna just try to enjoy this next interview. I'm just gonna try to enjoy this next meeting. This 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 next uh, event where someone's performing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think that for me was the best thing. Uh, I got from creating my narrative 
um, just being able to finally, finally just enjoy the little things. That's good, man. That's good. Those are some... <laughs> y'all, y'all deep in y'all bag, man. So um, as we close it out, um, first I want to say, you know, thank you to you fellas for joining no problem, us. No problem, man. Um, super, it. super uh, just dope conversation. A lot of wisdom, a lot of gems. Um, and for our supporters, I hope that you really gather something from this. Um, again, make sure that you subscribe, uh, share, leave a review, a comment, throw some topics out there that you want us to discuss. Um, and then ask yourself, What's the story that I'm telling myself? Is it empowering you or is it keeping you stagnant? And if it's keeping you stagnant, then you know the choice that you need to make Mm. to jump into that empowerment. So this has been another episode of the Being Me Is Dope podcast. We'll holla at y'all on the next episode. We love y'all. Let's go. Let's go, man. Peace Peace out. (laughs)